It's lights out and away we go. Verstappen away well, as is Leclerc, as is Sainz and Hamilton covers. Welcome back to a very exciting episode of Famula One. It is birthday week for both Jamie and I. Yes, happy birthday to both of us. Oh yeah, some November birthdays, Scorpios. Yeah, so I am um, turning 24 on Saturday. Alex is turning 97. Yes, yeah, basically. Um, That's what it feels like. (laughs) (laughs) Half the time. (laughs) Do you feel like that episode of Friends where it's Rachel's 29th birthday and she like freaks out? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Just on the cusp of 30, you know? I got one more year to live it up. 30s, I personally think that 30s are better than 20s. 30, flirty, and thriving. Have you seen 13 going on 30? I have seen it. I have seen it. Says the 24-year-old who's never experienced 30. <laughs> but hey, you know, maybe uh, when you're knocking on 30, you'll uh, you'll just come back and tell me that the 20s are better than 30s. Yeah. Who knows? I'm just trying to be supportive make you feel better. Okay, okay. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. So we had the Mexican Grand Prix this week. You know, we wish it was an exciting race, but... It was the most boring race, I think, of the season. Yeah. What was the deal? It was... Nothing was going on. The... All, all I feel like anyone talked about was tire deck, and it was like, oh my gosh, if someone talks about when the medium tires are going to fall off yeah. one more time. <laughs> and no tires fell off. No. Um, but on a high note, we did finally get a race prediction right. Finally. And it was Danny Ricardo. Daniel in points. He um, really crushed it. It was almost like... He got that 10-second penalty and then, like, remembered who he was. Yeah, come on. Pedal to the metal. He is trying to finish strong this season. Got driver of the day. Driver of the day, yeah. So he um, did cause a DNF, um, one of two DNFs at the race. He had a collision with Yuki. um, And then from that collision, got a 10-second penalty. And then it was just, like, pedal to the metal. Yeah, got all the way up to P7 and then had a big enough gap to Ocon, who was in P8, that he kept the P7, even Mm -hmm. with the 10-second penalty. Even with the penalty, yeah. Yeah, and he actually had the fastest uh, pit stop this season, too. Yes. At 1.98 seconds. Yeah, almost. um, I I saw something. I think the fastest pit stop of all time, which is held by Red Bull, was like 1.8-something. Oh, my gosh. So it was very... That's honestly hard to conceptualize. 1.8 seconds or 1.9 in Danny's case. Mm -hmm. That is so fast. One Mississippi, two, you know, it's like- and he's out. And he's gone. That's crazy. And that's lifting the car up, all new tires. those tires are heavy. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Well done, Danny, at the Mexican Grand Prix. Well done to our guy, we love you. Speaking of tires, actually, as of 2024, electric tire blankets are set to be banned from Formula One, which is kind of shocking. Yeah, which it's I, I'm confused about this because they're saying that it's part of their commitment to like the environment and making mm-hmm. F1 more green. Mm-hmm. I just think there are steps that can be taken before you take steps that seem like it's going to make races more dangerous. Totally. This is like a safety concern. Yeah. If tires are cold, then the brakes aren't working as well. Yeah. Or the tires just aren't gripping as well. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. Maybe, like, rework the 2023 season so that they're not flying all the way across the world every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely seems like there could be other ways 
um, to save electricity or to uh, become more green than getting rid of the electric blankets, right? Yeah. It just seems silly. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what comes, what follows that. I mean, it'll be, it's not till 2024. Yes. So yeah. things could change. Things could change. But this has been something that they've debated for a little bit, but mm, I don't know. Doesn't seem like the best move to me. Yeah, we at Formula One do not agree with this choice. Yes. Shocking. We at Formula One do not agree with the FIA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once um, again. Yeah. But um, our other race predictions were unfortunately not correct. Well, I guess, okay, no Latifi safety car. Yeah. Which I guess, again, good for you. Again, his good luck charm. Yeah, you're so. welcome. Again. Yeah. Um, but we had predicted that Sergio Perez would win. Um, he ended up in P3. Lewis, P2 in front of him. Um, and Max won again, breaking a Formula One world record. Yeah, most, most wins, wins of any driver in a in single a season. season. Yeah. At 14. Right? Is it 14? 14, yeah. yeah. So good for him, but... That is impressive. It is really impressive. I was rooting for, for Checo to win at his home race, um, but Lewis did lead the race at a point in time, which is why we had all this tire deg talk, because the theory was that Max, was who was on mediums, his tires would fall off, he'd have to pit again, and Lewis was on hard, so that never happened, though. Max's mm. tires were fine. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this... Um, uh, this podium was actually the same as the uh, Mexico 2021 podium. Yeah. Max, Lewis, Perez. Interesting. No yeah. no Ferrari this week. Ferrari was, did nope. not have the pace this week. But um, I find their podium really interesting. Did you see where the winner has to like stand or sit on their car as it rises up? Yeah. yeah. It, gave, it gave Hunger Games to me, personally. <laughs> it felt a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> but that's hilarious um good yeah. take yeah you know i mean whatever works for them but um yeah so as as we mentioned before as well on the race there were two dnfs so yuki um had a collision with daniel and then fernando alonso i think it was a mechanical error stopped at like lap what 64 65 out of 71 yeah right yeah. towards, towards the, end. the end um but you know what i personally think it might be karma because speaking of Alonzo, there's yeah. been some some driver drama this week. Yeah, nothing like uh, Formula One with some drama. So Alonzo, I guess, said that Max's titles uh, are worth more than Hamilton's. Hamilton's seven. Yeah. And Max's two. Uh, they're more worth more than Hamilton's uh, because of the car. And I guess Hamilton had no competition yeah. uh, back in the day. Which, like, honestly, Red Bull doesn't have any competition this year. 14 wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no competition. Um, so Hamilton, in just an inco absolutely iconic way, just fired back on Twitter with a picture of uh, Hamilton standing on top of a podium and Alonzo standing below him on the podium. <laughs> With a little thumbs up emoji. It's so good. So good. It's and so then, good. did you love the pettiness? The pe oh, beautiful. <laughs> and then, did you see the picture of Lewis in the cool down room watching Alonzo's DNF? Yeah, no, I didn't see that part. That was another good one. That's good. That's good. I mean, look, Alonzo will go down as a great, but Hamilton is—he's the goat. I mean, you can't. Of course, like when you're on top of the mountain, people are going to be firing at you even more than. Yeah. You know, but. Alonzo is just, yeah, he's, I, I respect it because he is 
I would describe him as like a Slytherin who knows he's a Slytherin. Like mm. he kind of knows he's the villain a little bit. Uh, so whatever. Yeah. Um, but other, really only other notable thing from the race, Pierre Gasly received another penalty point in Mexico, which puts him at 10 penalty points. Yeah. Um, and if he reaches 12 is the number. It's 12, right? yeah. Um, in a 12 year span. So 12 month. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. 12 month. That's right. Yeah. So then he'll have a race ban. Um, and his penalty points don't start going away until May. Yeah. So he'll most likely hit that. Yeah. Race ban. If he which keeps going is away, just one going. race, you know, yeah. it, it's not as significant. I wonder if it, it must reset then. Do you think it resets back down to zero after a race ban? It must. It yeah. must. I'm assuming. Or else just keep getting banned. <laughs> Yeah, could he could he keep getting banned if he kept getting penalty points until that May start time? Or it'd well, probably just reset. Well, then in May, it's just they start going away throughout the months. They'll keep. Oh, they don't. They don't just go down to zero. I don't believe so. That's right. Yeah. I wonder how that works. He's gonna get definitely gonna get one. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, there's two more races this season, and then the season starts before May. Yeah. So. Yeah. It'll be interesting. We'll see. Who what, knows? Who knows? Should we start taking bets now on what he's going to do and what race it's going to be for him yes. to get the yeah. <laughs> race yeah, yeah. ban? That'll be one of our uh, projections yeah. and predictions. We're always <laughs> At wrong. Some point. So. Yeah, yeah. So cost cap punishments were finally announced this week, and they were some big ones. Yeah. I mean, they came down hard. Yes. On both Red Bull and Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. I was pretty shocked by Aston Martins. Aston I mean, Martins, I know that yeah. they were the less significant uh, cost cap breach, but $450,000 for messing up some paperwork? Exactly. Could you, oh, if that happened to me. That is a big jump from what Williams got. Yeah. Their $25,000 punishment. I wonder if all the attention on it affected what they resulted with. So I, I, I totally think it does. Because I mean, they didn't want people to think it wasn't harsh enough. Yeah, teams were saying if the punishment's not harsh, like Toto even yeah. said that, if the punishment's not harsh, I'm going over it. Yeah. I'm blowing right through it. Yeah. Because if I'm just getting a slap on the wrist. Yeah, I mean, um, and Red Bull's penalty was um, a $7 million fine and then a 10% reduction in wind, wind tunnel time, which is their mm -hmm. aerodynamic testing. Yep, um, that's right. And... Seven million dollars yeah. for going over one point two million dollars over the cost cap, yeah. which, from what I've heard, was primarily a tax tax issue. Thing. Yeah, like they didn't get the tax write off or something. Yep. you know, of like eight hundred thousand dollars, so they would have only been over like four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, they were not messing around. But I mean, for a company like Red Bull, seven million dollars. Who cares? Um, same with I Austin, know, but, but that is so much cash. It's seven million plus, I guess, any fees incurred by uh, the investigative body. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, the big thing I think is really the reduction in the wind tunnel, mm. um, because Christian Horner, who was obviously whining about it, but he was saying that the reduction in time is really the difference between like 0.25 and 0.5 lap times. That's crazy, and that'll add up yeah. throughout a race and throughout a season. So it'll be interesting to see how that affects the 2023 season yeah. with Mercedes already saying they're coming back with a better car, Ferrari already saying they're coming back with I a mean, better car. I mean, Ferrari's already testing their engine out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's wild. Some teams are saying that those penalties were okay. McLaren came out and said that the penalty was not harsh enough. Can you imagine? I mean, what would you, I guess, like double the fine to what? I think a lot of people were hoping for like points reductions yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. But that would have shaken the sport that would too have, much. Yeah. It's it was it wouldn't have been worth it. No. Um, but other Red Bull drama. Um, Red Bull for the entirety of the Mexico Grand Prix held basically a boycott of all Sky Sports presenters. So um, there's Sky Sports that are British and then there's, I think, Sky Sports Spain or something like that. Like multiple countries have yeah, Sky Sports. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's Red a Bull, big conglomerate. I yeah. mean, it's like the number one company that covers F1. Yeah. News I mean, source, their right? presenters are like famous. Is for... ESPN connected with Sky Sports or are they two different entities? I think they may have some kind of... They might have some sort of deal. Deal, yeah. I feel like I see Sky Sports presenters all the time, so yeah. that would make sense. Yeah. Um, but our our boy, our favorite drama starter, Ted, Sky Sports presenter, um, said sort of, I think he was, he, I think he misspoke, but he has been saying, he hasn't made it, he's made it known how he feels about 2021. And he is on Lewis's side. And so, like many people, like are. many of us are. Um, but a week or so ago, walking through the paddock, he said that Lewis was robbed of the of titles, um, which led then Max, Christian, and Checo to all refuse to speak to Sky Sports yeah. all weekend. Yeah. So Man. I mean. It's hard to make those kind of claims when you're a reporter and rely on relationships with these drivers yeah. and teams. That was a, a big thing to say. I mean, I don't even think we've gone, we have not gone that far to say that. No, no. Um, and I think if you if you were to say that, I would say that the FIA robbed Lewis. It wasn't Max that robbed him because he didn't make the decision that let Max unlap, but yeah. Um, I mean, it does seem that, that the boycott is over, though, because there was stuff on Twitter today about Red Bull doing a Sky Sports thing in Brazil. So, yeah, oh, okay. Well, typical Red over. Bull, yeah. super dramatic for three days and then it's over. <laughs> then they just drop it. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Um, another uh, little bit on racing. This is a total side note, but did anyone see NASCAR's that, Ross Chastain's finish this past weekend? That was crazy. That was insane. That looked like it was out of like a movie. How did he not crash? So for anyone that didn't see it, uh, Ross Chastain was like 10th and he was going around the last corner um, and if he wasn't, he had to he had to make a certain place to make it into the championship and he 10th wasn't going to get it for him. And so what he decided to do is he just floored it. And usually on this last turn, drivers uh, slow down so they can make the turn. He floored it and just rode the wall all the way to the finish line and finished fifth. Crazy. And then did you see um, all the driver radios as the, as he goes by? All the drivers are like, what did I just, what just happened? What did I just see? Yeah. What yeah, is yeah. going on? Yeah, he finished, he, he advanced from 10th to 5th just on that one move and the first thing he says when he gets interviewed later is 
they go, um, what made you think of that? And he said, oh, I, w I played NASCAR 2005 on my GameCube with so-and-so all the time. And honestly, I used to do it in, in that game all the time. So I thought it would work. And it actually worked. I mean, his car was destroyed and the wall was all torn up. But I mean, it actually worked. And no penalties. I mean, yeah, I, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's incredible. Good for him. I mean... It just like hail the ultimate hail mary. Yeah. Like how I can't believe that worked. Yeah. It's incredible. No, that definitely wouldn't work in F one because they don't have walls like that. The, the car wheels would. Yeah. The FIA totally, would freak out and give oh, you twenty totally, penalty points. Totally. <laughs> but that was that was electric. Yeah, that was awesome. That was absolutely electric. We should cover the NASCAR championship. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, maybe. Do we, we have any NASCAR fans out there? Let us know if that's something you'd be interested in, because I'm down. Um, all right, so updates out of the way. Yeah. Is it time to get to the fun part of the episode? Heck yeah. All right. We got our uh, our birthday hats. Birthday hats on. And our pins. Yeah, we have, um, we took a trip to the dollar store before we started recording. Um, did. And so we have birthday boy and birthday girl pins on. We yep. have I think your hat's, hat's backward. On. My hat's backwards. Well, I, it's not Ugh. technically, but you know, the, the little flap Oh, my little seam yeah. is in there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there I'm just going to do it this way. Oh, there you go. It's like oh. a unicorn. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Incredible. Uh, yeah, so, so it's both of our birthdays this week. So yeah. to get, get ourselves into the birthday spirit a bit, um, we have some driver birthday cakes to review, which will be fun. Um, we're going to do our best to describe them. Um, but we'll also post them on our Instagram if you want to follow along. So first cake we have to review is Valtteri Bottas's birthday cake from back when he was driving at Mercedes. I couldn't find what year this was, um, but I think this is a lovely cake. Very nice, nice. 77. big 77. Is that just a thing of fruit on the side? Yeah, that would not, I would not vibe with that. Interesting for cake. I mean, it's just like a ton it of fruit. It looks like chocolate cake too. I'd, Does it? It looks to like me, the top is icing, but what is the side? I think it's all fruit. It's it looks all like fruit, fruit and nut. You know? Yeah, I wouldn't vibe with that. And with like a chocolate icing covering Ugh, or top. It's a lot of flavor going on. No, I would if my edit to this cake, if it was my cake, which you know, if this is what you vibe with, Valtteri, go for it. It's your birthday. Um, I would take the fruit off and make that all frosting, mm. and then. I'd be in. I'm not, I'm not too impressed, honestly. Yeah, no. This is... That's we're going to no learn go. some things here that I learned during my research. It's um, a no-go for me. So next up, we have a um, Red Bull, two Red Bull cakes um, from the Seb and Danny combo days, which were mm. an elite era. Um, so you can't really see these cakes here, but I will say it is beautiful that it has both of their faces and cartoon on them. Which That's is really incredible. Nice. <laughs> but the rest of the cake is just just white. Random. Yeah. Like what is that shape? Why yeah. does it look like a chicken nugget? It almost looks <laughs> it almost looks like they cut the cakes in the shape of faces, but then realized that maybe they couldn't They couldn't do, do it, the whole face. So they just had to do mini. Or maybe they ordered the faces and it they came back wrong. Yeah. Like too small. Too small. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, getting a little more creative but still I'm still not impressed. You're still, you know, and then I get, I think the last one with a one, team that spends like 130 million a year, you'd think that a cake would. Yeah, 
hopefully this is the last one that doesn't impress you. This, these cakes, multiple, we actually talked about earlier this, um, earlier in an earlier episode. Um, Max's, Max's birthday cakes yeah. from this year. He had three. Um, so the one that I was able to find a good picture of is actually decent looking, but again with the fruit. Um, I think that's a European thing. But these ones in the corner are the ones that we talked about in an earlier episode because they look like they were made by a child. <laughs> I don't really know what happened Those definitely there. were made by a child. And I couldn't find anything on it because if they were made by a kid, you'd think they'd talk about it. Goodness me. But, yeah, bad. But now we're going to get into the more fun ones. They need, like, great British bake-off. This is... Let- a little lesson. I have some some things up my sleeve. Yeah. Okay. okay. Some some teams definitely don't need a great British bake off lesson. Okay. But um um our boy Carlos mm. his birthday cake from this year from Ferrari was pretty fun. Okay. Um so we got a three-tiered cake. Okay. Got, okay. We're moving in the right direction. Got a 28 on there. Got a chili cuz that's his nickname. Nice. Little golf cuz he loves to golf. Helmet. Okay. Nice. That one's the Solid. helmet is pretty impressive. Yeah. Okay. Pretty solid cake. I that's the top cake for me so far. Yeah, I would agree. I I think the the other ones were more just like lame, and a lot of the ones that I could find were like Valtteri's, mm. just kind of like a sheet cake, which An is original, no fun. Yeah. But then I discovered. I mean, you can't go wrong with a sheet cake, honestly. Yeah, it's like a Costco sheet. That cake. one's probably. Oh. That was just hit. Oh my gosh, are you gonna have Costco sheet cake at your birthday party? Don't know. I hope so. It's TBD. I'm gonna have to ask your wife. Yeah. Um, yeah, Costco sheet cake is so good. So I will say that those cakes are probably the best tasting, but I discovered in my research the true kings of Formula One cakes, McLaren. Okay. I have. Why is that? I have about four or five cakes to show you. All right. So here is Fernando Alonso's 35th birthday cake okay. from McLaren. Oh, it it's a, a helmet. helmet. A proper helmet. Now, Carlos is definitely wasn't. Do you think that was they created the helmet, or was it just a helmet on top? I think of the they cake? might have just added a helmet on top, or this maybe is it was an made. But helmet. this is the whole cake. Is this is the helmet? Yeah. And the detail of the the, the white. Colors. It looks like a like a fabric almost. Yep. Okay, that's that's impressive. Yep. Yep. We got more. Okay. This is from when Carlos was driving with McLaren. This was his birthday cake. A chili. Oh, nice. Okay, that's great. They get better. They know what they're doing. And it's still like that white fabric deal yeah, underneath. I think... They must use the same person. Yeah, they, they have a guy. Yeah. Um, Lando Norris's 22nd birthday. Another golf fan. So he also had a golf cake. Who knew that all these guys were golf fans? I didn't know I that. Mean, they're all rich. I feel like rich people love golf. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> but they get better. Just wait. Daniel Ricardo's, I believe this was his first year with McLaren, got a champagne bottle with a three on it. Nice. Made out that of is a massive cake. It's huge. <laughs> My goodness. Okay, I'm impressed with McLaren. Yeah. yeah. And the last one, the piece de resistance, if you will. Daniel Ricardo's birthday cake from, I think it was this year, was a shoe that he could do a shoey out of. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, that's great. That's the number one. Yep. Yep. That's incredible. So what do you, what's your ranking after I've given you a quick look at them? Okay, um, I would say Danny's Cake of the Shoe. Mm. Then I would say, um, who had the helmet? Fernando Alonso. Oh yeah, Fernando, yeah. Um, and I'll just do top three. Yeah. And then third one, I'm gonna go with Carlos. The chili one? No, the other one. The other, the Ferrari one? Yeah, ah. Ferrari, yeah. All right, so. Curveball. So uh, the podium, your podium is two McLarens and a Ferrari. Yeah, nice. come on. Danny's finishing strong. We love you, Dan. Yeah. Um, I think I would go, I might do a triple McLaren podium. Wow, that's Which just impossible like because uh, there's just only two, two drivers. Only two drivers, but there's a lot of cake. <laughs> there's a lot of cake. I would. I think I'd go the chewy cake. Okay. And then I'd go Carlos's chili cake because you gotta gotta mm. gotta have Carlos on my ideal podium. Like it. I like um, it. And then I'd probably go Fernando's helmet. Okay. Nice. Well, those were some fun cakes. Some teams need to step it up. Some teams are doing great. Aka McLaren. I think they all just need to figure out who McLaren uses and just let that person have a monopoly over driver birthday yeah. cakes. Yeah. If, if McLaren's willing to share, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not thinking so. But hey, you never know. You never know. But um, yeah, so after that, you know, some good vibes. Is it time to move into our second birthday activity? It is. So as two judgmental Scorpios, it's only right that they we would use this time to judge all of the drivers' signs. Yeah. Zodiac signs. Because as the best sign, it's, it's we have to keep everybody else in their place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so. You know, I will say I'm not too uh, learned. I, I'm, I'm not too, um, educated. you know, yeah. educated on the Zodiac signs. But, hey, down to go through them and... Uh, yeah, we got a little walkthrough. I have, yeah, a, I have sure. a little bit of knowledge. I mean, there's nothing, nothing like a Scorpio with blind confidence. So yeah, oh, come on. Um, Perfect. Yeah, so I we'll just go through kind of in I guess reverse order of the the signs. So we're going to start with Sagittarius. Um, there are no Sagittari Sagittarii Sagittariuses. Yeah. Currently on the grid. Um, that's really all we have to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. There have been in the past 41 F1 drivers, but none currently. Yeah, so, sorry. There you go. Um, Aquarius. Yeah. Which is from January 20th to February 18th. So I did, I think, I guess, it, maybe I didn't lie. We're not going in reverse order. We're going in order starting with Sagittarius. Yeah. Um, but don't I quote me on that. calendar year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so currently on the grid, we have three Aquari Aquariuses, mm -hmm. Aquarii, uh, Pierre Gasly, George Russell, and Sergio Perez, um, which is interesting because I don't feel like any of them are anything like each other. Yeah, I don't think so either. Maybe they're, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but some of the traits. They seem like all a little quiet, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Some of the traits associated with. Aquarius's um, focused on one's own beliefs, which if we go back to Austin, Texas, when George Russell so kindly destroyed Carlos's race, 
Let's remember what he said. Carlos he cut right in front of me. Yeah. So it's never George's fault. Yeah. Never. So that tracks, I guess. Yeah. Um, on to Leo. So we aren't doing this in order. Sorry, everybody. I lied. <laughs> yeah, what? Why do they have it in this order? I don't know. We're using a website. Um, so if any of this is also wrong, do not blame us. Blame Jalopnik, yeah. <laughs> which is the name of the website. Yeah. Um, they did the research. Exactly. We'll send the link out. Yeah. You can look at it. Yeah. It actually is actually pretty interesting because it has all the F1 drivers of all time. We're just talking current. Um, so for Leo's... Currently, Fernando Alonso and then Nico Hulkenberg, who is reserve driver, yep. are both Leos. Yep. Um, and these traits include creative, dramatic, shocker. Shocker, Fernando Alonso. Alonso. <laughs> confident, proud, can definitely see that. Mm -hmm. I can't see some of these in Nico, but maybe. Can yeah, you? Yeah, I guess maybe. Loyal, generous, yeah. I could see those. Romantic. Whoa. All right. I guess um, we don't know about that. <laughs> who knows? Um, Gemini's. 59 drivers in F1 history. And currently the only Gemini is Zhou Guan Yu, which, okay, the, what I know about Gemini's is that they're supposed to be very like two-faced, can't trust them. Some may say worst sign in the Zodiac. Hmm. I don't see that for Zhou. I yeah I quick witted, I like that one. Yeah, intellectual. Yeah, could be one for him. But I don't see two sided. Open but secretive. Could know. have a secret side. Yeah, I guess we'd never know. Who knows? Maybe one day we'll know. Maybe one day. Um, Martin one. Brundle also is a Gemini who is a former F one driver and a Sky F one presenter. Call yeah. Back to earlier yeah, in the yeah. episode. So yeah, interesting. Now to cancer. 62 drivers throughout F1 history. And we have, what a lineup. This is a lineup, cancers. honestly. This is an awesome lineup. Sebastian Vettel, Daniel Ricciardo, and the GOAT himself, Nicholas Latifi. <laughs> Incredible. The three of them together would be unstoppable. Few traits, sensitive, emotional, stable. Temperamental. Which These are very track. interesting. Empathetic, I definitely see Danny. for Seb. I don't know if I see these for Danny. I totally do not. He's like way too energetic for this sign. Yeah. But stable is not Nicholas T. <laughs> <laughs> Man but. cannot stay on the track. No. Even though he got bumped this race, I will say. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he get bumped? He got bumped. Did he get bumped this week or last week? I don't know. This or this race was so boring. I feel like I already forgot it. It's, it's blurring together. <laughs> um, on to Taurus. Also 62 drivers. Yep. But currently, we just have our guy, Yuki Sonoda. Yuki. The best of the best. Secure, stable, determined, dependable. Resistant to change and stubborn does track because he keeps swearing on the car radio. <laughs> Do drivers get uh, fined if they swear on radio? I think if they do it a lot. Because they definitely can't do it on TV, right? Yeah. But that's technically not on TV. There F1 was... Um, projects it on TV yeah. sometimes. Lando did a 
interview with GQ um, where he was talking about, I think it was embarrassing moments or something. And he talked about a time where he was during a race. He didn't know that he was on live TV. He didn't know they were doing his showing his onboard. And he was really mad at the car. And he flicked the car off on oh, live TV. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. So I don't know if he got in trouble for that. but I'm sure. Yeah. Probably was just a slap on the wrist or something. Yeah, I don't know. Next, we have Virgo. Virgo, shout out to my mom. If you're listening, mom. That's right. Shout She's out listening. to Aaron Gorham. Yeah. Um, you are also in great company because you, my favorite guy, Carlos Sainz, is Carlos. also a Virgo. Yeah. Also, Valtteri Bottas and Esteban Ocon, which yep. are great. And a great team. James Hunt. Mm hmm. And Damon Hill. We didn't, we haven't gone through some of the greats, but. Yeah. Mark Weber is also a Virgo. Yeah. Wow. This is a strong one. This is a strong one. Which I think does track because Virgos are very like organized, detailed, driven, perfectionists, which you'd really need to be a good Formula One driver. That's right. So, yeah, I guess that does track. It's a good one. Scorpio. On to the best. The best with 64 Scorpios in F1 history. Currently, Lance Stroll, which is an interesting one, but also our guy. Lando Norris. The car flicker offer himself. Yes. Just two. Yeah. That's shocking that there's just two current Scorpios on the grid. You would think because the traits are all like passionate, all or nothing. Yeah. Enchanting? I'm only saying the positive ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, all of them. Cunning. Domineering. <laughs> <laughs> That's not us, though. No, no. We're only the good parts. Yeah. Next, we have Libra. I don't know why I said that weird. But Libra. <laughs> Libra. So we currently have three on the grid. This is another very strong lineup. If the signs were F1 teams, some of these teams would be stacked. Totally. Um, because Libra, you all have Charles Leclerc, Kevin Magnuson, and Max Verstappen. Mm -hmm. um, other notable ones, you got Mika Hakkinen and Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah. So this is, this is stacked. This is big time. I love this trait, diplomatic. Diplomatic, which is, this is an interesting one because the traits are conflict avoidant, indecisive. Which you can't yeah. be those. It's almost like astrology isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> I never admit to that, though. Yeah. Um, all right, Pisces. 73 drivers in F1 history. Big. So no current drivers. Nope. Um, but we got Nicky Lauda, Alan Prost. Andretti. Andretti. Um, traits are old soul, social. Impressionable. Aww. Yeah. Next, we have the goat, Lewis Hamilton. Capricorn. With Capricorns. Capricorns, he's the only current Capricorn on the grid, but this is another stacked one. Yeah, it is. Because along with him, you have Michael Schumacher, Jensen Button, Gil, Gil Villeneuve, which I definitely just butchered, but... You know oh, the I mean? symbol is actually a goat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's sick. Wow, he was born for this, truly. Hardworking, disciplined, determined. So great. Big fan of Lewis Hamilton. 
On to Aries. So with two currently on the grid, we got my love, my guy. I'm always rooting for him, Mick Schumacher. And yeah. we have Alex Albin. Go, Alex. Go, Alex. Um, but you also have Senna is an Aries. That's right. Um, which this is another one that I was expecting there to be more Aries drivers because it's all like competitive, bold, adventurous, Born aggressive. leader. Yeah. Yeah, it is the most popular or populous sign on the grid ever. Yeah. 77 drivers. Which you so see, yeah, I guess that tracks. Just not currently. There's not a lot. No, but. yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess all of this to say, Lando Norris just moved up about five spots, I think, on our favorite <laughs> driver, at least. Okay, we gotta, we've got to get the top three. So one of them's definitely got to be... Capricorn. Capricorn, Libra, and Virgo. I mean, Scorpio is, you know, obviously the best. So we'll just put that as number one. But the next three... Yeah. What do you say? P1 star yeah. is Scorpio. Scorpio. But then I'd probably go... I think I would rank Capricorn, Virgo Cancer is my rating after that. Really? Yeah. They have seven Daniel. Okay, I would go Capricorn, Libra, uh, and for the last one, Virgo. But Scorpio is still the best, so. Totally. Totally. You know, you know what we're going to have to do to make the, the Scorpios more stacked on the F1 side? We just have to become F1 drivers. I'm in. I've, you know what? It's a, uh, it's a recent dream of mine to become an <laughs> F1 driver. I think I'm a little late in the game at 29, but hey. You know, Alonzo's still racing, and he's how old? Old. Old, yeah. Like a million. <laughs> still old. And you know what? You're not 29 for another two days. That's right. So if I register now, yeah, I'm going to have to <laughs> somehow get my super points, Sign my up. super license points in the next two days. That'll, yeah. That'll be impossible. Uh, well, I guess we would have to join F3 first, and yeah. then we'd have to join F2. Yeah. So we probably wouldn't get on the grid till you were like 32. At least. It's not looking good for me. Speaking of other drivers, our favorite segment. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. What's Danny doing? What's he doing? Besides having a fabulous race in Mexico, not much. <laughs> yeah, not much. Some news this week, though, was Aston Martin actually signed Mercedes Formula E driver and uh, reserve driver for the constructors, Stoffel Van Dorn. Yeah. Um, so he's joining the F2 champion, Felipe Drugovic, for their um, test and reserve driver lineup, which is really exciting. Opens the door up for Danny. Opens the door up for Danny, yes. So with Nick DeVries and Stoffel moving to their respective new positions, um, I think that's, I, it seems like that's what's going to end up happening, which I'm at this point happy with because at least we'll still see him. Yeah. Um, but another thing that makes this interesting, though, is with the two confirmed reserve drivers for Aston, it does sort of free up Nico Hulkenberg. So now it's likely that he'll be going to Haas, which means Nick, Mick will not be on the grid. Nope. Um, 
but that is all speculation as far as I'm concerned. Do you think he would stay as a reserve driver for Haas? I don't know. There's actually been talk about him becoming a reserve driver for Alfa Romeo because Sauber, um, Audi's taking over for Sauber. um, And Audi has mentioned wanting German drivers. Mm. So that could be a thing, but I don't know if he has... I mean, we're talking about will Danny be able to get 20, back on the grid? That's in 2026, Exactly. Though. And we're talking about will Danny be able to get back on the grid after a year out, and he's a race winner, and he's had all these seasons. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that would turn out for Mick. Yeah. But I'll never give up. Yeah. Another rumor on Danny is um, ESPN is looking into him. Now, this is a rumor. I've only read it on a few sites, so not heavily confirmed. Um, But ESPN is thinking about signing him up to join their expanded broadcast team in 2023. I would love that. I mean, he is a great character on and off the grid. I mean, it would be perfect to have him commenting on races and... If we can't have him in a seat, that's obviously, I think, everyone's first choice for him. Yeah. Um, Besides maybe him, because he could totally take the Haas seat if he wanted. Yes, yeah. Um, If he can't be in a seat, as long as we still see him... Mm-hmm. I think I've I've made my peace with that over the last few months. It would be so cool to have him on, on TV and announcing too or broadcast. Yeah. ESPN is doing something similar that they did with football is they brought in like Peyton Manning and Eli Manning to, um, you know, comment and discuss the games and that sort of thing. Um, and they're doing, it sounds like they're moving in that direction, even for F1 to grow the American market. Mm-hmm. which is very cool and Americans love Danny Let's they know that Danny is every American's favorite <laughs> yes yeah honestly honestly and he loves America so he would love to do that it would keep him in the sport ingrained obviously he's probably going to be a reserve driver but even even more cool to uh I'm down for that I'm yeah. down for that it would be fun um but yeah no race predictions this week there's no race this weekend unfortunately um but We'll post all of those birthday cakes. Let us know your thoughts on the birthday cakes. Let us know your thoughts on those zodiac signs. Um, And we'll see you next week.